Sovereign Minds, uh, the podcast, yep. once again. Uh, it's a Monday. It's Monday, absolutely. Uh, May 9th. Good grief. Is this uh, year flying by so quickly? Uh, 2022, uh, welcome. Uh, you're, we're brought to you by mountaintopmedia.com. Uh, you can go there and catch all of our podcasts. I think yep. this will be 42 we're working on today. Wow. Uh, Somewhere in there, yeah. yeah. It's crazy how it, time just keeps on going by. Please consider supporting our program here. Uh, donations can be... Uh, sent to uh, Pecan, P, uh, as in P-E-C-A-N, uh, Patriots Educating Concerned Americans Now. It's 51C3. All donations are tax deductible. Please put right, uh, put a, 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 on the, the... In the memo. In the memo line, uh, the, the right media there, so we know uh, it goes to the media. We are on Apple, uh, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Facebook, Rumble, uh, at Rumble at mkent101. And uh, like and hit the button and share it and smash and kick and uh, punch the right. bell. And if, you know, a lot of times we get kicked off of YouTube or you can't find the videos, just always go to mountaintopmedia.com. Yeah. And if you want to get a hold of us uh, for addresses or where to send money or get a hold of us, we've, uh, we're at 530-221-0101. And the address is, if you want to send us any correspondence. 14421 Old Oregon Trail, Suite B, Redding, California, 96003. All right. We're in the studio here. Our special get, uh, guest today is Bob Holsinger, and he's running for... What is it called? The county uh, clerk's ca- office, county, registrar's Shasta office, county, county clerk class slash elections official. That's yeah. what I was register of voters. Register of voters. That's what I was looking for. So the county clerk is the register of voters. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we get started, let's let's play this two thousand mules clip, and that'll kind of give us <clears throat> a little bit of uh, a primer uh, uh, for uh, the pump here, uh, because and I, why this <clears throat> is so important, and why this is yes, so important yes. because. You know, uh, people are starting to pay attention to this because this is so clear that it, it was a criminal enterprise that co-opted our elections and uh, our yep. election in 2020 uh, for president. And who knows what else they cooperating or, or co-opting? You know, because uh, they're cooperating together and it's some kind of a massive, uh, you know, criminal well, organization. Do, I mean, yeah. how, how does this even happen? Who paid these guys? Exactly. People don't want to believe, or we didn't have the evidence. We knew that there was something wrong, correct? But we didn't have the evidence, right. and this shows. This is blatant. Well, with and you the know, if if you're watch this and you don't think there's something wrong then you either don't care that there's something wrong or you're too stupid to see when something is wrong 
And so they're having a virtual premiere. I guess they had that on. I, I think it was uh, Saturday. Sunday. Sa- was it Saturday? Saturday or Sunday. And no, I guess that, now you can buy the DVDs. So if you want to go get uh, more information, you go to 2000mules.com and you can order uh, yeah, the I book. Yeah, I thought that was really DVD. Co- cool of them to allow the uh, DVD to come out and so the word can get spread more and more. Yeah, right, that's right. it. Yeah, yeah that it's was real, awesome. It, it's really all about that. These are the same people. This is uh, that actually got all the evidence. It was. Dinesh D'Souza put the movie together, but actually the people who gathered this stuff was True to Vote. True to Vote. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think it's Greg Phillips, I think it is, and then right. Catherine Albrecht. And we've seen yeah. Catherine Albrecht before when we were fighting the IRS. Uh, she testified before Congress. She was the other, True to the Vote was the other 501c3 that was working with Pecan awesome. uh, and and uh, Jay Sekulow to, to sue the IRS. There was 40 other, uh, 48 uh, 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 Organizations all together, but the only two 501c3s were Pecan and True the Vote. So we, I find that interesting, you know, uh, that, uh, you know, it's. Uh, and that was several years it took us to have that. That was like eight years, yeah. and then uh, we finally got that yeah. uh, 501c3 status. But you prevailed, didn't you? We did prevail. It took it took a while. <laughs> so and some good lawyers. and Well, yeah, yeah I mean, uh, that's exactly right. We had some yeah. great help in Jay Sekolo, yes, you know, uh, ACLJ, and, uh, you know, Trump's lawyer, you know, and uh, we we worked with him. So let's go ahead and just uh, do a quick on the on the trailer. Then we'll get uh, going on the local stuff with Bob here, and uh, he can enlighten us on all the stuff that's going on. We're in an election uh, for the county. Uh, there's a battle going on. This is a battleground county at this point because it's really about the establishment of the entrenched uh, politics. You know, the blood-sucking uh, insects that uh, uh, seem to bore into uh, your skin and, and suck you dry, you know? Well, yeah, we're, we're in a fight. We're in a right. fight for our lives and, and our community and... In and the future. That seems there. to be the separation. Yeah. It seems like these people get into government, like our founders uh, talked about. You know, government is, in, 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 by nature, uh, is an evil thing, especially after a while. I mean, we look at our government, we go, well, we, we started over. We It was for the people, we the people, by the people. But the problem is, over time, we have progressed back into this totalitarian type of entrenched uh, government uh, where the only ones that know uh, what to do and the right thing to do is them because we're not smart enough, you know. So we've got to have a turnover of that. So let's go ahead and uh, roll the trailer, Isaac, and uh, and then we'll go from there. We, if we can, there we go. I see the. We've put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Leave it to Biden. It's one of the most correct things he's ever said. Let me say it again. The 2020 election was the most secure election in American history. Let me begin by asking a very simple question. Do we know the truth about what really happened in the 2020 election? I think millions of Americans know something went wrong and they have little pieces and no one's really put it together. I'm agnostic on this question and I I am awaiting more information. If I believed the president were a Nazi, I might steal an election. Bold. Accusations require bold evidence, and they haven't seen it. We have been working on something big. Show me the money. Can we meet? I've been working with Greg Phillips. He has a deep background in election intelligence. True the Vote has the largest store of election intelligence for the 2020 elections in the world. No one has more data than we do. 
We identified in Atlanta 242 mules that went to an average of 24 drop boxes. But Philadelphia alone, we've identified more than 1,100 mules. What is a mule? Person picking up ballots and running them to the drop boxes. This is not grandma out walking her dog. Bad backgrounds, bad reputations. They are interested in one thing, that's money. And in no shape, in no way, in no time is that legal. This is organized crime. Do you have video evidence? Four million minutes of surveillance video around the country. What you're about to see is disturbing. So this is uh, one o'clock in the morning. Don't we all vote at one o'clock in the morning? <laughs> one night, this person, this mule, went across six counties to 27 different drop boxes. I call it the Mexican mafia, seriously, because uh, they, they work like that. This is jaw-dropping. What you showed is frightening. It's just sickening to me. Now we come to the most important question of all. Was the magnitude of vote trafficking enough to tip the balance in the 2020 presidential election? It's not a leap to say this would have made a difference. They have ruined Election Day in the United States of America. That's provable. And that's enough for me to fight the left with every fiber in my body. Without free and fair elections, we are not a democracy. We are a criminal cartel masquerading as a democracy. 2,000 mules in select theaters, May 2nd and 4th. Virtual premiere, May 7th. Now, before we Stream get to our local May 8th guys, at Salem Now or local. I just want to add something to this. I got an article here that says CDC tracked millions of phones right. to see if Americans followed the COVID lockdown right. orders. Yep. Now, you can't. So they can do that to see if you're following the lockdown, but they can't do that to see if the voting is uh, legit. Right, right. Hmm. And evidently, the geo tracking is pretty reliable. Uh, for phones, for CDC to use, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. evidently, the technology is spot on. It's reliable. I mean, it's. Uh, you, you, well, yeah, they use it for everything every, else. Everything. Yeah. So for tracking and, and seeing where to people give you are ads going. and everything else, right? Exactly. So. Why has nobody uh, investigated this uh, from the from the Again, government? Where's the FBI? Well, uh, yeah. Well, well, you know, but well, they're too, I mean, they're you too know. busy attacking the president. <laughs> or no, I'm sorry, the the former president. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, with that said, so we have a Democrat, and that's who you're running against in this uh, county, Kathy uh, Allen Darling. I think it's uh, Kathy Allen Darling. Yes. Is it Kathy yeah. Darling Allen? Allen Darling. Allen Darling. Uh, and. I'll tell you what, I don't think that this kind of stuff is necessarily on the on the 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 nation or the you know the the federal scale, the nationwide scale. Uh, I think it's everywhere. And I'm pretty sure it's uh, all over in California. Do you think it's here in uh, in our local county? I'm I'm thinking we're very primed for it if it has not occurred yet. We have drop boxes. The uh, majority of them, quote unquote, are observed. And the others are twenty four seven. Like with what with do they a, mean by observed? observed it, that's the that's the joke about the whole thing. When you're bringing drop boxes, and she's very proud of the fact she brought them to Shasta County in 2012. Kathy Darling Allen did, and that's get out the vote. Got it. But there's no way to monitor them. That's the problem. There's no cameras on them that I'm aware of. No live cameras on them. And I'll tell you what, they're going to adjust too. If these guys, if they don't bust these guys, they'll leave their phones at home from now on. 
you know, oh, yeah. in, the, oh, yeah. in future elections, so they can't be tracked. So you better be monitoring them with live cameras with alarms when somebody's there at two o'clock in the morning and bring an alarm. So you watch that video at that point. You know, why don't we just get rid yeah. of the drop boxes? See, that's my thing right now because I'm doing research right now on drop boxes in California, and I've seen where it's county or city at this point are the ones responsible for drop boxes. They can say whether they have them or not, correct? And, 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 and that's well, what I'm looking at right now because I haven't found the state mandate that I have to have drop boxes in the county. Well, but this was all due to the COVID thing where everybody changed all the rules. We didn't have all these drop boxes before. No, in because 2012, we got them. Oh, did we? Oh, yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. So, and so, yeah, but was, it changed because of mail-in ballots, a lot of it. That was a big thing because now they turned around and made the optional mail-in ballots Mandatory, so everybody right. got a ballot, and now so that was the big rule change. All of a sudden, everybody gets a ballot before it was absentee ballots, or you, you had voted to request it. Yes yes, 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 yeah. So it's limited. So now they've got unlimited ballots basically going out, and that's how they can cheat too, because they can print the ballots and nobody can cross reference them once the envelopes are gone. There's no way to know that. And then I've been out canvassing this county now from one end to the other, and I keep running into people telling me stories about two ballots, five ballots showing up at their doors. Or the ballots have already been counted before they voted? It's happened before during the elections. That was documented during the elections and re returned to attorneys to review for possible legal actions. But well, I, I know that the voter rolls need help, but I'm told that, oh, yeah. they're updated every day. What does that mean? Every day you get something from DMV that says Joe's just uh, registered or changed their Have party? they gone or through? Go, I was going to say, go, have they gone back through the voter rolls to see who had to be removed? Well, removed, out of state, moved, whatever. died, died, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, married, and now their name's changed. You know, all these things impact the, the voter roll. And it's even more impactful in a smaller county like this uh, because it doesn't take that much to sway an election one way or the other in a close race. And, yeah. and also, I not to interrupt, but I do know on some of the voter rolls, you know, you're sending ballots to people that live in China or places like that. I mean, is that legit? It depends on why they're in China. Right. Are, are they part of the Secretary of State's, uh, you know? Yeah, or is, but is anybody there? going through and double-checking on those? No, not to my knowledge, but I'm sure I'm saying I'm going to start from the top and work my way to the bottom on that with a, a very trusted team and figure out what is really in that, that voter roll. It's well, critical because what I was telling right. you earlier, I started looking from 2012 through 2020 and just seeing how many, every two years, how what percentage of uh, voter uh, increases were there. In one year, one cycle from, uh, I think it was 2014 to 16, we actually lost voters in Shasta County. 16 to 18, we picked up 3 or 4%. 18 to 20, oh my goodness, we got almost 9%. For the general election in 2020. Why? That's crazy. It doesn't wow. make sense. We jumped from like 98,000 registered voters in Shasta County to 112. It's like, really? Wow. That's a lot well, of people. Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, okay, are people moving in in droves? Oh, I'm sure they must be. Yeah. Probably the homeless. <laughs> but you should be able to uh, separate the roles that way, correct? You could go through and and say, you know, what's new from like 18 to 20. Yes. So yeah. so every re every election is certified by the clerk's office. The Register of Voters Office has to certify it to the Secretary of State and to the county voters. Right. And when they do that, it shows you actually the voter statement. And it shows you by precinct who voted which one where and also tells you how many voters cast their ballots and how many voters were eligible to cast a ballot. So then I go back and two, uh, two years in front of that and I see, oh, there was 98,000 in this year and now at once I'm at 112,000. Oh, 
wow, that's quite an increase. Yeah. Or that one year that there was a, a decrease. Uh-huh. Very unusual. How did that happen? People moved out of the county? Possibly. You know? Well, there was a lot of moving moving out of the county after the fire, for sure. Certainly. Because in 2018, you had the, 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 you know, the car fire, and right. that destroyed a, a ton of homes. And I think a lot of those guys left. Uh, but, uh, you know, that was the uh, the big recall thing was in that district uh, that had the car fire. And I didn't see any noticeable uh, decline in uh, people moving out on the as far as the numbers. No, the numbers didn't show that as far as over countywide. They actually showed an increase from yeah, 18 increase. to 20. Yeah, so, so that doesn't make any sense at all. See, that was one thing we questioned when we were doing the recall as the burn area. Well, Remember? that's it. Yeah. How many of those people were actually still left in the county? Right. Because well, they, they wouldn't be. So in, many I homes doubt if they'd destroyed. be in the same district. Or, or same district, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. what was the percentage difference for collection of signatures? And they told us basically, no, it's you know. Well, has Kathy normal, this, normal number? Does Kathy Darwin think there's anything wrong when you talk to her? Well, right now we're not on really good speaking terms. Oh, come <laughs> I on. I, why. I can't imagine why. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, I reached out to her last week and I said, good evening, Kathy. I says, I'm here tonight. I'm not to throw rocks at you. However, we have a differing of, of opinions and we're going to talk about that tonight. I look at you as a professional relationship and I appreciate that and I expect the same. So that's what happened. So when we where went. was this at? This was at the forum at the library for the uh, League of Women's Voters. League of Women Voters. So yeah. how did that go? Uh, <laughs> did you guys salute the flag and say the Pledge of Allegiance? That was an interesting event. The League of Women Voters nationwide, and 10 years ago, I'm told, in Chicago, California, or Illinois, excuse me, California, and Illinois and Chicago, they were called on the carpet nationwide because they failed to and would not say the Pledge of Allegiance to the American flag. In so 10 years the, ago. So who's, wow. their, who's their allegiance to? That's a good question. So we're here today, and uh, Kevin Caples, or, or Brian Caples stood up on Tuesday to say the pledge, and he got everybody to stand to say the pledge. The flag was on the stage, and the moderator said, oh, uh, stop, everybody sit down. We do not say the Pledge of America, Allegiance to this, the This flag. is for the uh, superintendent of schools. Of education, and, and, yes. And, and so... Uh, Flores, Judy Flores, uh, sat down and didn't get back up for the pledge. She got up uh, and was going to say the pledge. And when the moderator said sit down, she sat down and never got back up. So they did say the pledge, though, and she sat there. and She sat down through the pledge. And Brian got everybody stand up. We are going to say the pledge. And we did say the pledge. I come in batting uh, second on Wednesday. So this is like the third time, though, isn't it, with these guys that, I mean, we got uh, 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 Reznor. Uh, going uh, against Cry, and evidently she didn't stand up for the. the, the uh, that's what I heard. I have not seen I that. I and heard then you that got Judy Flores, and now and now what happened with you and and uh, well, Flores, Kathy Darling Allen did stand up for okay. her and say to pledge with us, and that was interesting because I was talking to someone else, and we were saying, yeah, I bet they'll the, that flag will disappear between Tuesday night and Wednesday night when I was on Wednesday for the clerk's job. Well, son of a gun, that flag was missing from wow. the, from the community room. Hmm, that's okay, but I brought my own flag. Where was this at? This is the Reading Library. At the library. So they took the so flag out of the no library? Flag. They took it out of the wow. com- communi- 
community room and stashed it in a closet wow. somewhere. Tells me everything I need. That, that, so the, le- the League of Women Voters are the ones that are supporting these candidates, it seems like, uh, these entrenched candidates, these uh, these establishment candidates, if you will. So they're supporting, uh, they're not supporting the Liberty community, they're supporting the people who are already in power. Sure sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah. But they're supposedly nonpartisan. Yeah, it's kind of it's supposed to be a, a, a debate, a forum, and everything I've seen from even from the uh, the uh, Republican Central Committee was all about the who's ever in power. Exactly, that's what we're seeing too. Yeah. So it, I want to go back to the the voting uh, boxes and casting our ballots and stuff because I find that very important. It, you know. So my desire with that is ballot boxes are gone. We don't need them in Shasta County. If I have to, by state law, require them, they're only going to be to certain locations that allow us, the county, and put cameras on them with alarms when people come in after hours, and we can verify. Well, and with technology, that shouldn't be a big deal. It's right. not. Yeah. It's yeah. going to cost money. But what is not our much. What, what is our vote worth to us? It's worth uh, our. It's not going to cost that much because worth. those cameras are cheap. The monitoring systems are cheap. I mean, you're talking, you know, a couple well, thousand dollars. My uh, Simply Safe works just fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, but thing. Kathy Darling's always, you know, we know that it. We have a, a strong chain of command. There's no problem. There, the security is great. How can you even state that? If there's no cameras, nobody, you know, looking over these drop boxes. I mean, what happens if somebody goes in the middle of the night and well, stuffs it or takes Kind of like the 2,000 mills thing where they're I'm stuffing the ballot yeah. boxes. It could happen. Now, let's look at the local stores where they have ballot boxes in them. Okay. They're, they're observed. Really? By whom? I've got checkout people at the front of the store taking people's money and checking them out to go through the store. But no one's watching those ballots specifically. Right. But the same thing. When we get in front of the... The clerk's office, the registered voters' office right now, there's no camera on that ballot or that ballot box. Right. There's nothing in front of City Hall, and that's the busiest drop box we have in the entire county. And if somebody was to tamper with it, I guess or whatever, well, nothing would be, you wouldn't know. Here's another. There's no bells, there's no whistles, no, there's no, no cameras, there's no nothing. So here's another thing that doesn't make sense. It seems like all these guys are supported by our local leftist-leaning uh, people. And now let's we go to Kathy Darling, and she's a registered Democrat. Okay, how does that reconcile in anything but bizarro world that you would be a registered Democrat in that position in Shasta County, which is overwhelmingly conservative, and it just it just kind of you know uh, went through the and nobody paid attention. She just got elected as a Democrat. Uh-huh. I mean, how did she? And she's been there a long time. A long time. Sixteen her ba- years. Her background or was she was appointed first to take the last. Two oh, years. she was. So like, the last two years of Seems her Seems like that's a trend. She was ten years in welfare department. And then she was appointed to move over into the assistant uh, register of voters to fill out the last two years of someone that resigned. And then she immediately in 2016, I believe it was, went into an election and got elected and uh, ran against an individual. She got 90% of the votes and 10% for the uh, opponent. And then had another election four years later and did the same thing, 90% and 10%. And then she had two more terms that were unopposed Wow! until Bob showed up. That's, that's kind wow. of interesting, and, 90 and, and, that, and 10. That, 90 and because 10. here's the challenge I'm facing right now. You've got a register of voters, county clerk, the, what does they do? Oh, one of their major responsibilities is overseeing the elections. Mm-hmm. 
Wait a minute. Their own elections. You have you have a uh, dog in this hunt because you're getting paid to oversee the elections. So there's a Fair Political Practices Commission in California mm-hmm. that has a conflict of interest uh, clause in it. And it says that the, all elected officials shall be properly trained on conflict of interest to understand what that might look like and how to deal with such things before it com- becomes an issue. In my world, when I read that... She's involved with that because of her income that's coming from the county of Shasta. So that's her income. If she were to lose, she would lose the income. So that's the conflict of interest I'm looking at. So I know someone that that wrote some document to the uh, FPPC Mm -hmm. and asked this very thing. And they said, oh, well, we got to send that to the enforcement group and we'll take a look at it. Well, they did. And they come back and says, oh, there's nothing here to see. How does that happen? Well, there's 58 counties in here. 58 counties have clerks and registered voters. Right. So I guess all of them can oversee their own elections, I guess, because they've been properly trained and there's nothing here. So she's oh, been in there since wow. 2004. So we're, we're going we're going on 20 years now. And I don't I just it just defies logic that we because she's ran unopposed in the last two elections, why do we have a Democrat in a in a mostly conservative Republican uh, uh, county, especially after uh, seeing all of this voter fraud that we're seeing on a, on a nationwide scale? Understand your party affiliation, my party affiliation is not public information. We, I don't, I'm not comfortable in letting the world know that personally. Right. Well, she's not for. It's a nonpartisan position. It's it, it's supposed to be supposed yes. to be. Yes. And well, I don't, I don't she, see we, we know she's not for ID. Uh, you know, we know that she's, she likes she, the Dominion. She, she likes Dominion voting machines. She, uh, you know, she. We know that she she is encouraging these ballot box drop uh, drop boxes. Uh, all of this stuff, and we're going to vote her right back in. You know, flash. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? Uh, so, so what are you going to bring to the uh, table? I was going to say, what, what would be one of the first things that you would want to change? Or, I mean, there's several things we've talked about, but kind of lay it out for us. The big thing is, is Dominion voting machines have got to go. There's no reason for Dominion in this county. Every ballot in the county is counted on Dominion software. And I had Kathy told everybody that during our, our forum the other night. I said, Kathy, do we use Smartmatic software and their tabulators to count vote by mail ballots and uh, Dropbox ballots, and she goes, "Oh no!" And I says, "I gave her the mic," and she says, "Oh yeah, we use Dominion software for all ballot processing in Chester County." So I said, oh, okay, thank you very much for clarifying. And away we went. Wow. But she admitted that, and so that was an interesting part of this. But then I'm looking at this. I'm looking online at the Secretary of State's webpage, and I'm looking at vendors on there. And there's actually, I thought there were eight listed as voting technologies vendors. Well, it turns out she corrected me on that. She says, oh, there's only three besides Dominion. Okay. But there's 10 listed on their Secretary of State's webpage. And so I got looking at the the ones that she referenced. Two of those three remaining besides Dominion are looking for open source coding instead of Dominion's proprietary code, closed code. And they say because it's easier and safer to keep it secure than proprietary because it can be hacked so easily. And I don't know much about coding. I have right. no idea. Right. But there is a, a paper that's about 12 pages long that I bumped into to a totally accident. And two of these three vendors are on there. And that's what they're touting. It's much more secure than closed code. Why wouldn't we go to a more secure uh, you platform? Know, platform, and we also know uh, that that uh, the Dominion voting guys uh, uh, supported Modi. 
uh, you know, contributed to the recall right. issue over there. Mm -hmm. And then we know that Kathy Darling is supporting uh uh, them? Why? You know, why? Why would you want to support this with all of this controversy? Uh, I don't. I well, don't why understand. wouldn't you listen to the people? The people are saying we don't want the Dominion voting machines right. in this county, big time. But yeah, we, yeah, yeah, it's very we, we, loud. And we've clear. had a relationship to the predecessors of Dominion, which has been bought by Dominion now. So since the '60s, so it's working really good. Oh, well, they have really? a they have a contract that they got. They have a they contract in 2017 it. for five years, and then last fall they re, they amended the contract up through 2025. That was before the present uh, board of supervisors. That's correct. Right. That's correct. Yeah. So my my position is is when I'm in the clerk's office, one of the first things I'm going to do is petition the board of supervisors to allow me to go out and get another vendor of choice and find that vendor, and I want to find some references, some reliable references in in around the country, and I could talk to them and get feedback on them. And then I also want to look into that. It doesn't make sense. Why would you have those? And just pick up the phone with Dominion and say, hey, come get your machines or lease machines. And then my contract says I can call you and ask you to take right. them out of here for any reason. And I don't have to give you a reason. Would you happen to know, does all of California use Dominion voting machines no. or just mostly in Shasta County? Or do, or do we know that? It's all it, in it, whole it, California. No, 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 it's not. It's in the Secretary of State's webpage. You can find it there in Voting, Tech, voting Technologies by County. And it'll show you the list of the entire state. So, so it's just in some counties. It's in majority of the, the counties, counties of California. Very much majority. It's probably over forty to forty-five. Probably the big, I would think the bigger counties that have the bigger populations, like LA mm. and San LA, Francisco. No, LA is interesting. They turn around and design their own devices, <laughs> and then pay wow. pay a third party to develop them, and they have their own proprietary uh, voting machines. Wow, uh, that's interesting. And so huh. let, I'm not going to L.A. County to ask for uh, No, I was just curious why we were on <laughs> so, the, the Dominion voting machines, if you would happen to know. Yeah. So yeah. Just to sum it up, she's been there since 2004. She's the incumbent. Um, she's ran unopposed twice in the last two elections. She's a registered Democrat. She's initiated the ballot drop boxes. Uh, you know, uh, for she Shasta County. She doesn't believe in voter ID. She doesn't believe in voter ID. And we know that not yeah. just from the, it's been recorded at the Board of Supervisors meeting, but we had her on our radio show and she said she did. I was yeah. there. I was, yeah. She does not support voter ID. Uh, she wouldn't commit to it at all. Wants to continue using the voting machines, the Dominion. No action from the uh, voter rolls. She's done nothing to clean them up. Well, they right. say that they updated them on a daily basis. They have one person in the office. That's all they do for 40 hours a week. And I she's good find with, that person. Yeah. Good with oh, the mail-in ballots you don't know, you don't know and the drop boxes. <laughs> uh, you know, training in the uh, citizens observers. Is she in favor of having citizens observing the process? She likes observers because that's my cover. But when I want to bring in more observers, then the, the shield sudden, goes up. So they're her observers. Now, with that said. So, so the, the observers she, that she uses are no. ones that she's okay or state, anybody state can do? State law it? says any citizen may observe the voting process from voting into ballot processing. Great. But if you don't have any knowledge of what you're looking at, what can you do about it, right? Right. So that's where election integrity comes in and says, ooh, we're going to trade people on the code, the election codes, so now they can be constructive and document things that they see that are not correct and bring them to the attention of the 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 leadership of the registered voters. Right. Does she limit the amount of people? Here's what happened to me in the in the uh, district two recall. I it was getting close to the election, so it's time to start talking to the registrar's office. She sent me a a letter 
and she had a document, a letter in there, told me all coming up on the uh, District 2 recall and all this this thing. And I know you're part of, and she told me the organization I was with at the time. And she says, and I want you to sign this attached document and return it to me. And she had about nine, ten bullet points in it. Well, three of those bullet points I objected to. I objected to them on the basis of circumventing of state law. And so she was asking you to sign a paper that I felt was taking my rights away based upon the state law, the election code law. Why? Don't know that. So I got upset, as you can imagine, because that's what I've been doing for four or five different elections. Is she didn't give you a reason? So here's what happened. I picked her up on the phone. I says, I respectfully decline to sign this document. I will not sign it. And I respectfully also tell all my observers to not sign this document either. So did she say, if you don't sign it, you don't get to go in? So she says, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. I sent it to every observer. Well, then I called my assistant, and he said, I never got this document. To this day, he'll tell me he never got the document. So that burned me up that weekend. This was on a Thursday night. I had the phone call. Over the weekend, I talked to my assistant. He said, I didn't get this document. So then I made an appointment on Monday for a conversation in her office. So I went down with the letter, and I said, okay, so what is the story of this, this document? Oh, everybody uh, to sign this. And when I tried to get into her office, which was upstairs, I was shoved this same document and said, everybody's got to sign this document to go upstairs. I said, wow. I said, no, I'm not going to sign the document respectfully. I'm here to talk to Kathy about that document itself, and she knows I'm coming. I have an appointment, and I refuse to sign this document. Well, everybody's got to do it. No, I'll sign your log that I'm here. Who, as a, who, who drafted the document? Where did it she come did. from? She did. It came from her. I see. So then I went up to her office, and just the two of us in the office, and I closed the door, and I said, i got a problem with this. Well, what do you got your problem for? Well, what about line items such and such and such? There were three different items in there telling me that I have to stand back social distance, distance, which is over six feet, and I can't get close enough to see, to, what's going to on. see the signatures on right. the signature verification envelope. But state law says I can get within, I have to be able to get close enough that I can read the signatures on the screen and on the envelope. Now, that's right. not six feet away, some some people. Right. But that's one of the items in there. Then it said, oh, if you have any questions or concerns, please send them to this email address. So, sorry, I have the right to ask questions of the supervisor. In other words, don't ask me any questions or don't ask any questions and I'll, at I'll all. I'll give it to you, but if, every, I, if everything I needs to be in, Everything it. needs to be in writing. Yeah, yeah. So the law says that I have the right to ask the, the person, I'm, my supervisor that's overseeing my, my participation. And if I don't get it there, I have the right to elevate that to the register of voters. And you're telling me i got to send it to an email and you'll get around to that when you get to it? Right. No, that's not good in either. So those are the kind of things. And I said, okay, so i got a really question I want to ask you. What is the basis of this letter? Right. And what is the law that you put all these things on it from? How is that in there? Tell me the law. And she looked at me and she goes, I don't know. Did, wow. you, did you write this letter? Well, you signed it. Well, yeah, but I never looked at it from that standpoint. Jeez. It's like, wow. No kidding. I was just shocked at that point. I says, well, I'm telling my people do not sign this document. I'm not going to sign it. So Election Integrity Project went through the entire D2 District 2 recall without signing that document. Two people signed it, and when I found out that, I had them go get the original document, bring it back up here, and we shredded it in front of them. So they didn't keep you guys out of the precincts or anything from no. observing? No. No, we did not sign the document. They could not. They knew they couldn't do that. Right. But we took a stand. Hmm. That's interesting. So on poll workers... She offers minimal training on poll workers, what I'm reading here. Two and a half hours with no pay. 
And does she pick? Does she <laughs> select the poll workers, or does the register of voters selects the poll workers? So and she can pick and choose anybody she wants. You can't just have. If you, you can't go in there and be a poll worker just because you want to be. Well, they can't find enough poll workers. Number one, but it's kind of like airline pilots. You turn around and tell them they have to get the jab. But if they don't get the jab, I'm going to fire you. So if I fire you and now I can't find a pilot to fly my plane, and the ones that did get the so jab are dying en route. So what was the qualification <laughs> to be a poll worker then? Do whatever you're told? Get the jab? Do not what? be a member of the recall, number one. See, that's... that's. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're, a, if you're a vocal member of the recall, oh, heavens no, I'm not going to have you, right? Right. And that's happened before, where they did, disavowed someone just strictly because... Of their political... Yes, affiliation. Affiliation. Or, yes. or something that they have said. I think that's probably circumventing your civil rights at that point. It's it's questionable at best. Yeah. Wow. But anyway, yeah. so that whole meeting with her, it, I thought it went fine. She understood where I was at. I'm not signing this, period. And so I get out of her office, and I, her assistant comes out, and then she says, what did you say to my clerk? And I said, what are you talking about? Well, the clerk said, you are rude. Oh, God. Don't this is it. what they do on everything. Yeah. Anytime you disagree with them, you're violent, you're rude, you're a supremacist, says, don't you're go, racist. Don't go there. Don't go there. You've known me for five elections. I'm not rude to anybody. I'm respectful. I ask questions, direct questions, and I expect direct answers. So when the individual kept shoving this document to me, and I said, I'm sorry, I respectfully declined to do that. Kathy already knows that. I've got an appointment with her, and I need to go upstairs and see her right now to discuss this. Well, it's a, it's a catch-22 because they say silence is violence. So if silence is violence, <laughs> no, well, no and I can't say anything, did. then I have to open my mouth or I'm being violent. Yeah. It would have been okay <laughs> if you would have just signed it. Then you could have just went along well, your merry way. Yeah, you know, yeah. no problem. Like a good little boy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. Pat you on the head and send yeah. you back out. Yeah. And that's really what we're talking about is, is, is that they're used to doing it their way, period. And you don't really have any say. They've been no in power questions. too long. Uh, she supports censorship uh, with regards to misinformation and disinformation surrounding election integrity. So she's saying election integrity is uh, misinformation? There's, there's a couple things here. There's election integrity, and then there's Election Integrity Project California, where I was representing that, the right. latter. Okay. I don't know. She's very upset with the latter, Election Integrity Project California, because what they do, they turn around, sue the state of California, and they sued 13 other registered voters, county clerks in, in the county or state of California. Right. Why? Because observers documented election code violations, brought that to their attention of the, the register. They didn't do anything. Got nothing. And right. at times, in certain counties, they told, oh, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon, we're all done uh, ballot processing for the day, <laughs> so there's nothing for you to see. You wow. can go on home. Well, then they got uh, through a California Public Information Request Act. They went back and asked for the video of the ballot processing rooms, and they found, lo and behold, at 10 o'clock at night, they were still in there counting ballots. So uh, they lied. They let people go, well, make yeah. people go home at 3 o'clock, and then after the fact, they're back in their ballot counting room, counting after. Yeah, it's uh, amazing how they just keep winning. And they're a cardboard elections. over the windows. Yeah, well, we right. know they don't quit counting at 3 so o'clock. So that, kind of, that kind of stuff is very, 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 very uh, damning, if you will. So uh, we, we, I think we've got a little bit of time. I think we're out of time, actually. Uh, but uh, So maybe we can wrap it up here. What do you think uh, is the most important thing uh, right now in this county to do in, in the in the field of elections? The biggest thing you can do is you get what you observe. We need observers, citizen observers. The Election Integrity Project California, the window closed at the end of March. Sorry, it's closed. However, they do have a very robust citizen incident observer program. 
and any citizen can come to the polls. They can come and watch ballot processing. And I, I know that they're working hard to help them become knowledgeable observers. Right. I and think, so that's coming too. I think you might be right with that because personally, I feel during the recall, if there wouldn't have been you guys, the observers out there, I don't think the outcome would have been what we well, got. Well, you know, with and that it said. Really, put the, the pressure on them to do their job correctly in the way it's supposed to and follow the law. Not, not only that, you guys made them uh, seal the doors. That was, yeah. a, that, that was a big issue under threat of arrest. So here's a, what they call the bat cave. That's where the tabulators are. That's where they duplicate ballots, and that's where they duplicate ballots that have been damaged. And then there's other things they do there. They adjudicate, they call them, and that's when you double mark something or make a mark on the ballot that you didn't mean and you cross it out. That ballot won't go through the machine. It won't go through the counting machine. So someone has to decide manually whether that's Bob gonna have didn't a mean to make that. He's gonna make, he he wanted to right. really he meant vote that. for this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people that I don't even know are doing that decision on my behalf because nobody knows whose ballot that is. Right. And that kind of stuff needs to be observed. I don't know why we just can't put fingerprints on the ballots. Boom, boom, boom. Done. You can check it. Cross reference it. Whatever you're gonna do. You know, I understand the <laughs> process of a secret ballot uh, because you don't want anybody knowing how you vote. That's fine. The privacy issues, but they need to, to shore this thing up to the point where we trust the system because I'll tell you what, after yes. 2,000 mules, I don't trust the system anymore, period. And these guys need to, so we need to sweep the, we need to sweep these guys out of, out of their positions and start and get in there and get some integrity into these elections. Right. And I know we're very close to the election. It's right. June 7th, right. but how can people get a hold of you if they have questions? Questions or, or concerns or anything like that. What's the best way to get a hold of you? You know, I'm sorry. I don't go to my, or, my own web page. Or right? if can, they want to help you, you out you, financially because, you know, you, unfortunately you, it costs money. It, yeah, unfortunately it costs money. It does. But you can go to votebobholsinger.com and that will get you to an election program. It's my campaign. Vote. Bob Holsinger. H O L S is in Sam. I N G is in girl. E R. Do you have a Facebook page? There's a Facebook page. So they could go to Bob Holsinger, yeah, Shasta vote County. For Bob Holsinger, Shasta County Clerk. And, and that'll have some information there as, as well. well. There's a, is it there's four? a, it just says votebobholsinger.com. Oh, okay. I thought so it was right. simple. Is there a Thank phone you. number that somebody can you're call? Wel- you're welcome to use my number. It's 530-680-0862. All right. And that, phone's, yeah. that phone's on 24-7. I think we're going to have to wrap it up yeah, here. I want to uh, thank you for coming in. And, you know, I'm you know, so glad that we, we have somebody, a choice that we, people, the voters have a choice. I personally do not to, see how they can vote Kathy Darling yeah. back in at this point in Shasta County. I do not understand if that happens, how that would happen in this county, yeah. because it just seems off the charts. Every reason in the book to get somebody else new yeah. in there. I just want to take my hat off to you. I know it's a big, <laughs> it's a big jump and it's a big job, and we appreciate Thanks, you Bob. stepping up to the plate. It. It's one of those jobs that you don't want, but you have to. Yeah, have no, to I know what you it. mean. Right. I, I, I know you. what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> we really appreciate right. you coming in and and doing what you're doing. Keep All up right. the good work. We right. do. We're very right. busy. Very Thank good. you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.